Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Everything Baseball Podcast. My name is Frankie Saracino, and today we are going to be talking about all of baseball that occurred from opening day till today, which is Monday, April 12th. Now, we're not going to be talking about today's games, but we will be talking about all the games from April 1st to April 11th. Lots of fun stuff happens, a lot of news, a lot of players who are hot, players who are cold, players who simply cannot just buy a hit at this point. And then we're just going to run through the standings at the end, talk about which teams we are having a good feeling about, which teams are off to a cold start. And yeah, that's pretty much going to be it for this episode. So Midas, we, excuse me, let's just get right into it. I'm so excited right now. I'm stumbling on my words a little bit, but the first thing I'd like to talk about is the all-star game. Now, this was a popular topic of conversation. As on opening day, I noticed the Braves had a special all-star game patch on the uniform. And I texted Franco, because obviously he's in Atlanta. And I said, dude, all-star game. And he said, yeah, down. Uh, Remember? Yeah, I do remember now. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, obviously, we were thinking all-star game. And uh, then... Suddenly, it got canceled. Not canceled, excuse me. It got moved to Denver. So, obviously, um, there, the MLB said there would be a lot of issues, potentially, with the players not wanting to go to Georgia, which is understandable. And um, the reaction from the Atlanta side is more of a um, – they're very disappointed. They wanted the – the game to come to the city and I think it will eventually but I don't think now is a great time to do it and it like it's going to be really fun to watch a home run derby in Colorado so I, I mean yeah I'm mad that it left Atlanta obviously but like a home run derby in Colorado whoever's in it yeah. like if judges I know judge isn't going to do it but that'd he be cool that. yeah <laughs> imagine judge like that in in Colorado or like Stanton, or like crazy, JD or big, like big, big power guys like that. Vlad, Pete, that would be awesome. Now a dream home run derby in Colorado. All right, who you got? I'm thinking like Trevor Story. Who's in it? There's they haven't said right. Dude, it's like it. Yeah, but I mean, some people declare early. Declared for home run derby. All right. Maybe Kyle Higashioka can uh, do a little homer derby because he's two, run, two homers tonight. Two homers tonight. But I'm thinking a little Trevor Story. He's got to be in there as the hometown. Oh, because he's a hometown, yeah. Then we need Stanton. Stanton's just going to hit absolute bombs. You think he's going to be in it? Totally. He's got to be in it. Ain't okay, then I'm going to be in it too. He can, hit 60, he can hit 60 mile an hour meat, meatloafs. Um, little Bryce Harper, just for he's flashy, you know. Uh, I want Ronald back in the home run derby. I was just about to say that. Yeah, so Ronald Acuna. Or if he can't do it, why not his teammate, Freddie Freeman? Freddie. These are all some good options. These are some guys I would love to see. And uh, maybe Bartolo Colon. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now we move on to – what do you want to move on to here? The Castellanos brawl? Let's talk about that. So, talk about the brawl. Now, I didn't want to do an episode three days into the season because, like, what were we going to talk about? Like, everyone had, brawl, like, one start, much. and there was a brawl. Yeah. So, to recap, it was a Cardinals-Reds game. Nick Castellanos hit a home run in the opening game, I believe. Yeah, in the first game, yes. In the first game, yep. He got plunked early in the second game. And then – no, excuse me. Yeah, he got plunked in the second game. Yep. He got around the bases, and the pitcher threw a wild pitch. He stole home, and when he gets up, uh, he gets into the catcher's face, and he just goes, oh. Pitcher, pitcher, he's in the pitcher's face. In the pitcher's face, excuse me, yeah. yeah. No, so he was in the pitcher's face. He said, let's go, really loudly. Mm-hmm. Somewhat to he – was, he was very intense there. I was not expecting that out of Castellanos, but, boy, was it awesome to see that kind of raw emotion coming out of him. All I got to say is I don't think he deserved the suspension. No. I mean, when – I don't think he, did any, he didn't do anything wrong. He just right. – it was in the heat of the moment. I mean, I've seen guys just, like, react like that. Like, let's say Ronald Acuna last night on something like baseball. 
beats out a single in the infield, which should be an out. He celebrates like that, but it's not in the guy's face. I know where they're coming from, and I know Castellanos kind of showed him up, but when you steal home and the MLB slogan is let the kids play, they got to keep baseball fun. So I think yeah. Castellanos, all for it. And by the way, he hit a home run in the next game. So, yeah. Castellanos is hot. He's hot. Are we moving on? What, what event are we moving on to next? So another thing – I think we should talk about is Jacob DeGrom. <sighs> Jacob DeGrom has got it going on. Like this is, this is the guy who you want on the mound every single day. Just tweeted it out. Jacob DeGrom is the best pitcher in baseball by far. Watch Garrett Cole tonight was not, he's not Jacob DeGrom. I was at the Mets game on Saturday and let me tell you, if you want to see a great pitching performance, put on the TV, watch Jacob DeGrom. Through eight innings, Levin, I mean, Levin's cutting it short. 14 strikeouts, five hits, and one run. That was an earned run off a of Jazz Chisholm absolute bomb. Looks like he guessed on that pitch, in my opinion, from my seats. But just phenomenal. He put on a clinic so far this year, 14 innings, one earned run. ERA's under one. He's just one of the most phenomenal pitchers in all baseball. He's very quick. And the real issue that we need to talk about with Jacob DeGrom is he has more combined hits in his starts than the rest of the Mets. So in his two starts, he has three hits. The rest of the Mets are all have like two hits and under. <laughs> so like, what, what are you doing, Mets? Like this guy is coming a great out lineup too. It's a yeah, great it's lineup. a good, it's a really good lineup in my opinion. And when you're throwing 14 innings, one earned run, and you <laughs> get a no decision and a loss, he got a loss for that effort. 14 strikeouts, eight innings. Trevor Rogers pitched a great game, by the way. But still, one earned run in 14 innings. All I'm gonna say is, I, I a lot of these teams like. The Yankees, the the Mets, the guys who have the dominant aces, they don't show up when the aces the aces pitch for some reason. I don't know why. It's like a resounding theme. It's the like curse they don't, of the don't, ace. It's not the it's the curse. It's not the curse of the ace, but it's almost like the hitters are like, oh, he's gonna go out there and throw a throw no a shutout. So like we all we gotta do is put up like one. But like I mean, he's not gonna throw a shutout every time. Maybe DeGrom is, but maybe Cole is, but. I mean, to go a little further with the Mets, too, because I was at the game. Edwin Diaz comes in and gives up, uh, like, three earned runs in one inning. DeGrom threw eight innings, a gem. And, like, the bullpen can't even close that out when this guy is supposed to be one of the premier closers in the league. Yeah, Edwin was disappointing right now. Very disappointing. And he was booed. Very, very uh, heavily. I saw very that. heavily booed. I was booing. I love it. Although now. he does have a fire uh, walking song. So. Yeah, he does. He does. Now, what are we moving on to here? Are we, are we talking about the, the controversial slide? Are we talking about the trash cans in Oakland? What are we talking oh, about? We might as well keep it. Go back to um, Monday night, last Monday. I like it. The... What was it? The fifth, fifth, April fifth. I say yes. Yeah, April fifth. Yes. So, on that night, beautiful night at the ballpark in Anaheim. Fans are buzzing. The Astros are back in town, and you know what they decide to do? Somebody decides to go to the dollar store, get a blow up trash can, and just throw it on the field like a beach ball at a concert. Like people were hitting it up in the air, and um, it's just something different. Like to throw a tread like a blow up trash can on the fields, <laughs> way too far in my opinion. What do you think? Oh, way too far, but like, it's funny. <laughs> oh no, it's it's definitely funny. Is it well? Is it deserved? Yes, but not <laughs> from the fans. No, it, you can't. Well, like no, I mean no one should do. They can yell some stuff like, right. "Oh, you cheaters! You trash can users!" Or right? Whatever. Like if you make a like sign, you shouldn't throw anything. But you bring it, a trash I mean, you're can. not doing it. You're just we're just we're spectators, so we laugh. I mean, yeah. it's funny to us, but you should obviously you shouldn't do that. 
I mean, like I was saying, you bring like you bring a sign. You, yeah, you bring a sign. You bring a trash can, but don't throw anything on the field at these guys. You like, could have bring the fun. trash can. Just exactly. Just you could have just hit it. Like you could have yeah. been like, "Hey, Jose," and then just held it up, <laughs> and he wouldn't see you because there's like two thousand people at the ballpark anyway. So it's yeah. not. A lot, of, a lot of hecklers you can hear now. Yeah, it's very loud. That's another thing I'd like to – like, what do you think about these, like, socially distant games, except for Texas? I got to tell you, like, people are saying it doesn't bring the fan aspect in a lot. It does. It brings it in because there's, there's less fans, and more, less fans want to be louder. They want to be heard even more. Mm-hmm. I know, I know this is a little off topic, but I'm watching the Yankees. Uh, I was watching the, we're watching the Yankees Blue Jays game on the side, maybe over here. But anyway, um, there's a heckler in the in the back who's been talking the whole game, all game, and the you whole can hear game. Him loud and clear. He's been like, "Let's go, George. Here we go. One, two, count. Here we go, kid." Like he's uh, and, like it's a high school game. Yeah. Michael, Ke- uh, the Yankees announcer, talked about like the guy in the background. He was saying like. It's insane how, like, it's almost like courtside at a basketball game. You can literally, like, scream right to the guys, like, that they're right there. I think it's a big aspect to baseball. It's actually – it's interesting because the Blue Jays are playing in their um, spring training facility Mm -hmm. in Dunedin. And um, I would like to say I was at a Scranton Rail Riders game, the Yankees AAA, and Talkman was in the batter's box. And I said, hey, Mike, and he turned around, so – uh, these guys can hear you, and yeah, they, they will can. hear you in these small stadiums. Now, when it gets loud, like uh, like when a stadium is full capacity, by the time of the World Series, anything. I think we'll be at like at least seventy percent. Yeah, and they're gonna probably do it in a state where it can be uh, full capacity too. So like, Texas? Yes, it'll be in Texas. That's my prediction. Yeah, but it was no, in Texas I, last year. Now thinking about. Like, just what I experienced at the ballpark. It was awesome, man. It was really cool. Now – You don't have to sit next to anyone, which is nice, I guess. Yeah, it's really nice. You just have your own little section. Yeah, because I, I was with my buddy and his dad, and we, like, just sp- – we spread out in the section, and it was fine. And um, City Field's got a nice Shake Shack, and the line was not long at all, so – that was a nice perfect. It's nice to go to the ballpark during this, but I mean, yeah. you're in the, at least you're socially distanced and everything. So I mean, right. it's nice. And another thing, like the mo, the only stadium I could really relate it to was the Trop, because the Trop normally has like seven, eight thousand people, and it's kind of quiet. Yep. So the, the that's what it's like. <laughs> but like the fans, pretty mellow. Trop's a cool stadium though to go to because it's so. Like it's, when it's normal time, like yeah, when it's, yeah, yeah, in like five years from now, hopefully or whatever, two years, yeah, three wow. years, or whatever. We'll, now, we'll be back soon. All right. The slide. I'm going to, I'm going to put a name to it. Not like the catch, like the 49er catch. I'm going to call it the slide. Now the Braves are known as the team to have immensely bad luck. They, they're, I mean, the three, one to the Dodgers last year lost. The pop up in that remember against the Cardinals in that uh wilds card game and they yes. called it an infield fly. Remember that? Yes, that was bad. And it was obviously the left field. Now, last night, April 11th, 6 6. Was the ball hit to, into the outfield? I don't remember. So the ball was hit to Marcelo Zuna. Yeah, in the outfield. T. Yep. Gregorius hits a sack fly to left field. Ozuna throws it in. It's very shallow, actually. It's probably like 250 feet, if that. Uh, Bomb one? tags up. Uh, which, I mean, as the, as the winning run, you're going to have to tag up there. But most of the time, the runner probably wouldn't tag from that spot, in my opinion, unless they're like a speedster. Mm-hmm. So Bohm goes in, he slides, and uh, he just totally missed the plate. The video shows he totally missed the play. He's I mean, not. his – and then the, okay, so they call him safe on the field. Yeah. You go to the um, headset. They look at it for a good while. You're like, ah, oh, this is out by a mile. They show every angle too. I know, every angle. I know you I know you guys can't see me unless you're watching it on YouTube. You're posting this right? Yeah. Um, hey. There's – right here, He his foot stops before the plate. Like it gets caught up in the dirt. 
and goes directly left over the base and never touches the base and lands on the left side of the base, his foot. Never slides or makes contact with the base at all. Right. And they just – and then, and then the, the guy goes, safe. And no, I mean, from a real-time angle, I understand the call. I understand the call when he first did it, correct. But on replay, why on do you replay, have a no replay way. system if he's obviously out? I was, like it wasn't even close. Like he, tagged, it close. he, if you don't touch the plate, and he tags you, you're out. <laughs> like it's, it's not like call. if you're near the plate. No, if you don't touch the plate, you're out. Nine out of ten baseball fans that you ask about this play, they're gonna say out. They're gonna say out, hundred percent. But like baseball has this human error, but I mean, it, they did go to the record. I mean, you're supposed to, you're supposed to fix it once you go to the, the screen, but who knows? We can't fix it now. Yeah. These are hot. We'll get to them later. The Braves are even hotter and they're much better team, by the way. Um, oh, they anyway. are, but. Philly's so hot. what's our, what's, do we have any more topics? <sighs> Not, I, any topic? You got anything? Because I, I don't really have anything else. Uh, I mean, to move, like, the only topics we should get into is who's hot, who's cold, and then we'll get into standings. Yeah, I like so, it. So far this year, we have a couple standouts. Now, my standout for the, this week, opening weekend, and this past week of the 5th through 11th is Yerman Mercedes. Know him, don't know him. He's a Chicago White Sox. He's 29 years old, and he made his major league debut last year. He had one at bat, and this year he has come in very hot. He's leading the league in batting average and on base percentage with a 5 36 batting average and a 594 on base with an OPS of 1.451 and an OPS plus of 307. Pretty solid numbers, I'd say. 28 at bats, 15 hits, two home runs, seven RBIs, three doubles. Wow. There's nothing else to say. Besides the fact that this guy is really, really hot right now, he's going to have himself a very good season. In spring training, he put up some good numbers too. 277 batting average, 333 on base. So this guy knows how to get hits. I've seen some clips of him in the Dominican, I believe, and he just – he rakes. So this guy is going to be really fun. Pick him up in fantasy if he's still a free agent. So, yeah. I like it. Now, we go to an 11-year vet out in Boston. J.D. Martinez, killing it. Killing 17 hits, um, 17, seven doubles, five homers, uh, 16 RBIs. He leads the league in all of those categories I just said. Um, his, his batting average right now is seven or 470 right now. Ridiculous. Uh, his uh, on-base percentage, 500. His OPS is... 1583 right now. I know it's a small sample size. Also leading the league with 39 uh, total bases. I mean, MVP JD? I don't think it's an MVP. Well, I mean, you give him an MVP for the first 10 days. This guy is hitting. He's he's back. I'm excited to watch him as a Yankee fan because this guy's just a (laughs) professional hitter. Yep, he's a DH. He's a professional hitter. And he's probably the best professional hitter in the league. So I'd like to move on and talk about Byron Buxton. What? Byron Buxton is super hot right now. And it's actually, it's ridiculous. By Byron Buxton. He could be a free agent in your fantasy league, by the way. Five home runs, nine RBIs, 481 batting average, 548 on base percentage, and, um, walks so this guy you know he's been around the block number one prospect he's never had a season above 20 home runs career batting average of 243 and on base of 295 
But what really stands out to me is the sheer power in this man. He's actually like one of the best in the game. You're seeing some opposite field power. You're seeing just speed, raw talent. This guy in his age 27 season may turn out to be one of the five best five tool players in the league. And I'm hoping that he can get himself an all-star season this year. I think he could. I, I truly think he could. He's, he's got the glove. Yes. He's got the glove. It's just he's got to stay consistent with the bat. Exactly. Now, have you seen some of the home runs off this guy? Oh. I know. The one he hit to center, I saw. You saw that one? Yeah, he rakes. It's a bomb, the center. Rakes. Now, um, I'd say those are the three guys that are really hot right now. Well, and Mike Trout, but we're just – And Mike Trout, but we're just – Everyone knows Mike everyone Trout is knows hot. Mike Trout's good. He's hot. Oh, oh, after these cold takes, let's go over a couple uh, in, big injuries. All right, let's hear who's cold. Who's cold? Uh, I got one. Yeah. Uh, the Miami great Giancarlo Stanton. Okay. <laughs> Batting average, 188. His slugging, 313. Uh, OPS of 570. On-base percentage, 250. His OPS plus is 63. He's 37% worse than every baseball, ever an average baseball player. Nah. You guys, was I right? Yeah. Um, just by the way, you guys all saw the clip of hitting, him hitting one home run and everyone yeah. thinks he's good. He hits he his hit right one slam. grand slam and that's oh, it. That's all he did this year. He's, he's a disappointment for how much he's getting paid. That's all I'm going to say. He's cold right now. Maybe he can pick it up. He had a few – he had, like, a couple good games, but he's majority been very cold. Okay. Next. That was really – that was weak. I think you could have done much better. And there was yeah, a but ton I, of bias. I, I, there was too much bias behind it. It wasn't biased. I just watch him every night. He's the worst hitter in baseball. It was Next. entirely biased. When we're going to talk about the Chicago Cubs – the worst Ooh. hitting team in baseball. Oh, he's just going for a team right now. Oh my! Yeah, I'm actually going to go for two teams because I'm Mets, just I'm Mets. Just, yeah, we're going to go. Yep, to the Mets. I like it. Okay. All right, Chicago Cubs four wins this season, five losses. But straight up, they haven't been able to hit a baseball if it was on a tee. Um, their best hitter right now is Javier Baez with a .242 average, but their best. Um, the best at getting on base is Wilson Contreras with the 364 on base percentage and one home run. Um, combines, their starting lineup has um, – excuse me, I'm just doing some quick math in my head right now. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a good team. No, it's not. No, the no it's not. They're all cold. They're no, all no, 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 no. Like, like on paper. No, on paper, yeah. Okay. Like Javi, Rizzo, Wilson Contreras. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, get the, we're going to play a game called Guess the Batting Average. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Wilson Contreras, go. 148. 200. Rizzo, go. 192. 133. <gasps> David Bodie. 158. 100. <gasps> Javi Bias, we went over. Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant. Uh, I'm going to say he's 192. 233. Okay, that's not terrible. Friend of the pod, Jock Peterson. Jock Peterson's on the Cubs now? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he is on the Cubs. Uh, 200. 138. Oh, my God. I've seen a couple home runs from him. That's why I gave him that. In half. 150. 160. Okay. Jason Hayward. 138. 172. Wow. This team is bad. Yeah. It's how it, do they have four wins? If they I, I don't even know. I don't know. Pitching I, I think they play Oh, the by the way, Arietta's been pitching the great. Arietta pitched great in his first two starts. They only have that many wins because they played the Pirates. Uh, <laughs> Pirates can't be good at hitting either. Yeah. But I mean, this is a team that I said, wow. Beginning of the season, I'm like, these guys, there's so many guys. This lineup can each hit like 20, 30 home runs at pop. And I know they're going to get to a stretch the season where they're all hot. But to start to start everyone off this cold, it's like, that's bad. It's a little scary. It's a little scary. It's a little you scary. don't want to see that. No. 
All right. We all heard my next take. We're going to be talking about the Mets now. That's and um, Okay, I'll give the Mets a little break because they've played five games. Mm-hmm. They're two and three. Yeah. They've played five games. Yeah, they've started off the season late because of COVID. But the on-field product there is – it's disgusting. <laughs> it's just dis- simply disgusting. Um, James McCann, 176 average, 263 on base. Pete Alonso, 211, BA, 348 on base percentage. Not bad, you know, not too shabby. 20 That's not bad for Pete. No. You got to remember, this is through like this very small sample size. Very yeah. small sample size. Yeah, exactly. Jeff McNeil has one hit this season. And that's not like Jeff McNeil. That's not Jeff McNeil. The he'll fix it. He'll, in average he'll figure it out. He'll 2018 in the majors. I think he'll figure it out. Francisco has three hits. Gets the money. Look what happens. Next. Jonathan VR put, put up some good at bats. Uh, 214. Batting average, not bad. Dom Smith has a higher batting average than his on-base percentage, which I don't know how that works, but maybe I'm dumb. With a 267 and a 250 on-base percentage. Don't know how that works. Brandon Nimmo's, uh, like, red hot. This, this guy's been absolutely on fire. 412 batting average, 565 on base. And Michael Conforto just can't hit a ball if it were to be, like, just given to him. And said, throw it up in the air, hit it. And he's hitting a 143 batting average and a 250 on base percentage. So just OPS pluses. There's a lot of 26s, 25s, 50s. Not what you want to be seeing. They're cold. Very cold. Yeah, 100%. They're very cool. Now, let's just take a look around the majors. Let's talk like about it. our leaders in each stat. So for this week, the leader batting average is Yerman Mercedes, 536. On base is also Yerman with a 594. Slugging goes to Byron Buxton with a 1.185. And an on-base plus slugging is 1.734. Also, Byron Buxton with the slugging that high, obviously. You're going to be leading. Buxton leads an offensive war with a um, 1.1 total. And um, he also leads more for position players with 1.2. That's really good. Um, The leader in hits is Cedric Mullins of Baltimore. Oh, he's he's hot. I should have talked about him. I should have talked about him. Talk about him. We'll talk get into him after. Then we have JD Martinez, also 17 hits. Ronald Acuna hot on their tails with 16. He's on fire. He's one of the best in the game. And uh, total bases, JD Martinez, 39. Doubles, JD Martinez, seven. Triples, Chris Owens, three bases. Three triples. That's a lot of triples. That is a lot of triples. Shohei Otani, though. Two triples. Yeah. Don't you know? Shohei. Oh, we should talk about that. Yeah. The 115 off the bat and the 101 next inning. Yes. Ridiculous. Right. Then Just home runs. Briefing. Yeah, the leaders in home runs with five home runs are Ryan McMahon, who had a three-home run game the other day. Tyler Naquin, five home runs. Buxton, five. We talked about it. And Jay Martinez, who had a three-home run game last night. RBIs goes to J.D. Martinez with 16. Man, this is starting to feel like a 2018 again. A lot of J.D. Martinez leading. That's scary. Yeah. Um, the leader in walks goes to Mike Trout with 10 and Robbie Grossman. Strikeouts. Ryan Mountcastle has 17. Pick it up, Ryan. <laughs> and stolen bases. Uh, Red Bone, Loriano with five. Not bad. Okay, then we're going to get into some pitching leaders. Frank, you want to run through the pitching leaders? I don't have, I don't know where to look. Okay, fine. You got it. <laughs> uh, war for pitchers, DeGrom, 0.9. We all know. Um, earned run average goes to Joe Musgrove. We'll talk about him next. That was news that we no, didn't no. talk about. Yep. 
I, I can't believe we forgot that. That's sad. That's what you, you said earlier before the pod, and I didn't write it down. Yeah, you didn't write it down. I forgot um, to write Shane it down. Bieber with 17.54, 514 strikeouts per nine. Saves Mark Melanson with five for the Padres. There you go. Uh, and Bieber with 24 strikeouts, although Garrett Cole just passed him with 28, I believe. But we're not talking mm-hmm. about tonight. And Marco Gonzalez has given up uh, five runs. So other than that, most pitchers started one to two games. So none of the stats really mean anything. If he had a good start, if he had a bad start, it doesn't matter. Clean slate. They'll be back at it next week. We'll have more stats to go into. But the leaders for Cy Young, probably DeGrom and then Cole and Bieber. I'd have to agree. Yeah. I think Bauer's pitching good too. Yeah, Bauer's pitching good. Yeah, Bauer's pitching solid. Okay, so before we move on to Cedric Mullins and um, who's the other guy? Cedric. Oh, Joe Musgrove. No, yes, yeah, no. Cedric Mullins. So we're going to talk about Joe Musgrove's no-hitter. How this slipped out of the news segment is beyond me, but we need to be doing a better job. we got to pick it up. I apologize. A lot so, of information. Yeah, there's a lot of baseball going. 30 teams. It's not super easy. No. But we'll get better with this as the season goes. So Joe Musgrove, to cut to the point, no hitter. Would have been a perfect game. He hit a batter. But it was the first no hitter in the San Diego Padres history against the Texas Rangers. And what's even better about that is it was to a full crowd at um, New Arlington. So... Really, really awesome. It was an awesome. It was an awesome performance. I turned it on. Last the, three innings. Yep, in the seventh, I got the note. The MLB notification. Yes. Got to turn it on. Of course. Joe had some nasty pitches against Texas, but yeah. still no, no. Yeah, I mean it was against MLB Texas. Hitters. Still MLB hitters, though. I thought David Dahl could have got him to him. He was really close in that ninth yeah, in inning. Yeah, that last inning. Yeah, like that was a that was a matchup. Righty on lefty to the lefty Dahl, and I thought he that was going to be it. But Musgrove pitched a great game, and San Diego is going to be really scary. I didn't realize that this guy was any good, and he is he is good. And they're missing my boy. Who? Lamette. Lamette. <laughs> now, anyway, let's get on to Cedric Mullins. The leadoff hitter for the Orioles. The Orioles got hot in the first five games. I think they started off four and one or three and two. One of those. Like that. They're, anyway, they're they started off really hot. Uh, but Cedric Mullins has stayed hot throughout. I mean, the man's leading the AL in um, the, all of Major League and hits. He's tied with JD, I'm pretty sure. Five doubles, not a power guy. His batting average is 460. His OPS, uh, on-base percentage is 512. His on-base percentage, his OPS, 1188. He's a fantastic leadoff hitter for the Orioles right now. Because if the leadoff hitter doesn't get the Orioles going, no one's getting the Orioles going. Now, from the, from the Yanks-Orioles series – what are your thoughts on this guy? Do you think the production great. sticks around? I think the production sticks around. I think this guy's a great hitter. He slaps the ball to the other side. He knows when to take advantage of certain pitches. And I just think he's seeing the ball well right now. And I don't know. He's, he's my, I picked him up in fantasy. He looks really good. So, Because okay. I had the other outfielder, Santander. He wasn't doing so hot. So oh. I, I was watching the other series. So I saw uh, Cedric Mullins there, and I was like, why not? Looks like a solid outfielder. And I looked at his stats. He was hitting well. I mean, the guy is hitting the, hitting the, hitting the blank out of the ball. Yes, he's hitting the blank out of the blank. <laughs> um, we're a clean podcast. So, um, yeah. That's, he's, a good, he's, a good, he's a good tool for the Orioles to build around. That's – yeah, that's really it around the majors. There's this guy named – Akil Badu for the Tigers. Ah, uh, beast. Yep. He's, he's a goon. But, you know, the Tigers are still the Tigers. Yeah, Whatever. Pick this guy up in fantasy if you like him. Yep. Okay. So we're going to move into the standings. You Just ready for this? I'm ready. A little briefing on every team. Give them, their, give them their limelight for about a minute. 
Yes. So each team gets around a minute. We'll talk about it. If we're not so sure on one team, not a big deal. But we're pretty – you're pretty sh- – you know what's going on, right? Yeah, I have a pretty I – know, I know the whole NL East, the, N, the NL East, the AL East. Pretty yeah. good, yeah. Okay. So – Starting off with the AL East. Well, always got to start in the East. Go East to West. So the Boston Red Sox, they start off 6-3. and three, And honestly, they really – they look to be a good team when J.D. Martinez is hot. When he's hot – I think everyone on the Red Sox is also hot. Yep, they There's, started off. They started off slow though, and then yeah. they picked, and then they. I think they're on a six-game win streak. Right. They. They. Uh, yep. Six-game win streak. Started off that they got swept by the Orioles, but Christian Vasquez two home runs, Rap Devers four home runs. So these. This is a. This is a solid lineup. Everyone's hitting though. Like look at the stats. Xander Bogarts a three seventy-five batting average. Franchi Cordero, who even is this guy with the 333 padding average? It, like up and down the lineup, everyone's hitting. So this this team's just on fire right now. They're gonna stay hot for a little bit. I think they cooled down, but with a hot JD Martinez, we saw what a good Red Sox team can do. So yep. let's move on to the Baltimore Orioles. Now the Baltimore Orioles started off really good, mm-hmm. swept the Red Sox. Then they dropped two to the Yanks, beat the Yanks, and then they got swept again by the Red Sox. So they got swept, and they swept. So yeah, so it's the, it's the Orioles. Yeah, they started off really hot. Um, this past weekend, Trey Mancini hit two home runs, so good for him. I'm excited to see this guy back in the league, and he's he's looking really good this season. Ryan Mountcastle, 17 strikeouts. He's got to pick it up. This is one of the guys that you're like, this is a top prospect for him, yeah. and he's got to get going. So mm-hmm. I think think these guys pick it up. You know, you got a little, uh, little prospects coming up maybe towards the end of the year, and I think they'll be all right. So. Yeah, I agree. And um, really quick, we got to talk about John Means. He's uh, pitched to a .77 ERA in one – 11.2 innings pitched, eight hits, one earned run. Just been phenomenal. Keep your eyes on this guy. Going to get picked up by a big team eventually. I think so. Yeah, they might as well trade him. Now, move, let's move on to Toronto. Toronto. Toronto started off hot with the Yankees, won two of the three. Uh, went to the Rangers and dropped two to the Rangers. Not the greatest thing you could do. Then drop, then dropped two to the Angels, and currently in a game with the Yankees, and they're losing. Now, I think the Blue Jays are where we all thought they'd be, somewhere around an average team. Yeah, they're maybe. I think they started off well. They're playing pretty good. I think they'll figure it out. This Merriweather uh, closer is phenomenal. Yeah, they're closer. They just have to be up in the game so that the guy could come in. I think the Blue Jays have a bright future. I think they'll pick it up a little. Yeah, I think their bullpen has really been what's most impressive this whole season. I mean, there's a lot of zeros in that ERA column. Not going to stay like that, but there's just a lot of talent around this team. There's some young talent, too. Rowdy Tellez went 0 for 21. Um, Just a side note, and – Randall Grichuk is hitting 344. Wow. And Vlad Jr. is hitting 379 with two home runs and a three, uh, excuse me, a 538 on base percentage. So there's some promise to this team. All right. Who's next? Uh, let's talk about the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, the Rays won their opener. I, excuse me. My bad. The Rays won their opener in Miami. Yeah. They then they uh, won the second game, then dropped the next four four games. And they beat the Yankees in two games, and then lost to the Yankees yesterday. We know what the Rays lineup is. It's not great. It's the Rays pitching that's really good, and I just like to talk about Tyler Glass now really quickly. 
12 innings pitch to a 0.75 ERA and a whip of 0.583. This guy's just, he's a stud. In his two starts, he's been amazing. And um, just Austin Meadows has three home runs already. So this guy's getting it done. Joey Wendell, I think, is hitting it pretty well, too. Yes. All right, let's move The Rays on. are going to pick it up. They're a good team. They have yeah. a lot of contact guys, but they always somehow do something. Like, yeah. they won the World Series last year. All right, so. so the Yankees were getting into it right now. Lost the opener, won the second game, lost the third game. Then picked up two really quickly, dropped three, and picked up one yesterday against Tampa. Momentum win. This team – is weird. <laughs> As a Yankee fan, it's really – it's just odd. I mean, there's guys hitting in the high 300s with Brett Gardner with the 353, Gio Urshela, 323. Judge. Judge, 310. And then there's guys that are off, like Stanton, Jay Bruce, who's long gone. He's already gone. Frazier. Mark it up. Yeah. And then there's Glaber Torres, who simply can't field a baseball. Lost, his, lost the game like that. Yeah. So, it's a weird team. The pitching is decent. Jordan Montgomery looked good in his two starts. Bluebird Garrett looked Cole, in his first start. Yeah, Garrett Cole looked really good tonight. Looked really good in his first start. And looked good versus the Orioles. So, three solid starts under this guy's belt. But everyone else is kind of a question mark, in my opinion. And, um, yeah, the Yankees' bullpen's really good. There's not much to be said about them. Let's move on. Yep. To the now, East. To the Oof. I don't even want to talk about the Nats. They're disappointing me this season. All right, we'll go from bottom to top. Nats are at the bottom right now. That's why I started off with them. One in five. Oof. These guys got COVID to start on the yeah, plane. Tough start. Tough yeah. start. So they won the opener against Atlanta. Surprise, surprise. Then got swept the rest of the games. Then got swept by the Dodgers. So not the best circumstances if you're a national. But nope. you got to win more than one game with this pitching staff. With Max Scherzer, Corbin, and Strasburg. These guys are some of the best in the league. Yeah. You got to. 100%. I mean, Strasburg went uh, six, six innings pitched, one hit, zero runs. Joe Ross, five innings pitched, two hits, zero runs. Corbin, not a great start. We're not even going to get into that. But this is this is a team that needs to get going. Juan Soto hitting 300 as expected with a 440 on base. And Trey Turner is right where I expect him to be with the 304 batting average, 360 on base percentage, and two home runs already. So – This this team's gonna win some games. They're gonna be really good. They'll be fine. I think they'll eventually come up. No, I'm not. I'm not even worried by it because the wins haven't been by like. I mean, the losses haven't been by large margins. So we're just gonna move on to the Miami Marlins. I like them. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, they had some uh, surprise win against a big win against the Rays and another another win. But I mean, they're two and six, and I just don't see them ever getting out of this slump. But I do, I do have to tell you something. They do have bright pitching. Yes, with Alcantara, Lopez, Trevor Rogers was awesome. I'm telling you, they're very good pitching, but it's just not the greatest circumstances. Yeah, and uh, Jazz Chisholm has blue hair. Moving on. <laughs> Hall of Famer. Hall of Fame. Justice. Um, now Mets. The Mets. Uh, we already COVID. talked about how disappointing they are. And a little bit of a COVID didn't help. They got a great lineup. Um, Lindor's got to pick it up. Yeah. Pick it up, Lindor. That's it. That's it. That's it. Braves. Tough loss last night. They're... They're really Four and good. five. I think they're really good. Their offense is ridiculous. They're, they're, and believe they're it or insane. not, their pitching has been playing well. I'm just going to put it out there, but Ronald Acuna is the biggest game changer in the game of baseball by far. The amount of energy that this guy brings to a field is unmatched by anyone in the game. Mike Trout cannot bring that energy to the field. So you know, 
You know what I'm talking about, right? He's got the swag. He no, but it's like the beating out a single. Like that's cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Something yeah, I know. Like Something stealing a base. Do. Yeah, 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 this it. guy is just freakishly that much better than everyone else in the league. And uh he's gonna be a game changer. Also, there's a guy named Freddie Freeman. He's gotta pick it up, but he's got four home runs, so he'll be just all right. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman will be fine. Now let's talk about the stunner at the top of the division. Yikes. Phillies. Now the Phillies just got a little bit of a lucky win, but it would have still been tied. We don't know if the Braves would have came back and won that game, but who knows? It was a bit, it was a shootout of a baseball game. They're but looking I, good, man. They look good. I mean, Harper's hitting well. JT's hitting well. Um, Alec Bohm's finally coming to his own. Didi's hit him well. Didi's always consistent. Just always consistent. We miss, we, miss him. we miss him. We miss him. And uh, that pitching staff for the Phillies? Solid. Really good. I, that, I, I truly believe this team is going to be Wilds card. Not only do they have a one-two punch, they have a one-two-three punch. Yeah, I they know. They got Zach's, Zach Eflin, Zach Wheeler, and Aaron Noah. Now – just just quick before we go on to the next topic. Yes. Do you think the Mets don't make the playoffs? Too early. Too early, but if they keep playing like this, yeah. The Mets are five games in. I know. You're right. I, I just I, – yeah, Don't, I don't, I don't even say that. Long, I hate how long the season is. I'm sorry. It's just – every – you know, like football is 16, basketball is 82. It's so They're much like quicker. 16 baseball games. What would we be talking about? Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I keep. I always forget. It's like so long. You know what I mean? Okay. Tigers. I'm so used to like. Yeah. Space too. To the central tigers. To the central tigers. I mean, they have a bright spot with that. Uh, Anibo. What's his name? Akil Badu. Akil Badu. I mean, bright star coming up a little. I mean, that's all you can ask for as a Tigers fan. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, not gonna, I mean, you win a few games here. in the snow. He's on the IL now. And, Who's on um, the IL? Miggy. Ah, tough. And um, Wilson Ramos has four home runs. But other than that, not good. Matt Boyd has been a really star this year. I think oh. him and John Means will both be picked up by a new team. Yeah, they got to trade this guy sometime. Tigers, bad. Moving on. <laughs> White Sox, uh, they're starting off about four and five. They'll figure it out. They're a great team. I mean, phenomenal team. They literally Did don't have to you see that series team. against the Angels with them? It was the best series, I think. It might have been the best series this, this season. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And it was on ESPN. Now, their lineup just goes – their lineup's so deep. So deep. And I, I think they'll figure it out. They got great pitching. Uh, this Rodon kid, I don't know who he is, but he pitched really well for the White Sox. That one game he pitched. He's 28. He what? He's 28. Lance Lynn is blowing him away. Zero ERA and 13.2. They're all pitching good. I mean, they're all pitching good on that White Sox team, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah, very good. the Twinkies. I and mean, Kope- they've got Kopech's back. Who? Kopech. Oh, Michael Kopech, the, the, the laser. The, the MLB The Show legend. Yes. Yeah, no, no, then will be the show legend, Nate Pearson. But next, anyway. Okay. Twinkies. Twinkies. Love Looking them. good. I Looking think they're going to win this division. Yeah. Five and four. Sox are winning. Oh, Sox. I didn't even, sorry. Uh, but Twins will make the, the, I think the Twins can make the uh, wild card. Now, Charlton Simmons with a 500 on base percentage. Brian Buxton hitting the crap out of the baseball. Yeah, they're just hot, right? They started hot, off really hot. hot. Eddie Rosario is not there anymore. Um, where'd he go? Quick. Cleveland. Cleveland. Division of, leading Cleveland. Uh, perfect, perfect, uh, perfect transition. Before we get into it, we got to talk about Patrick Mahomes' team. I got to tell you, surprising. Four and three start. Getting yeah, fully carried by Whit Merrifield. They played seven games against the Rangers, the White Sox, and yeah, the White Sox. Yeah, they played the Rangers. I got to tell you something, though. In Cleveland. Uh, Whit Merrifield putting the team on the back right now. Yeah, he's like Greg Jennings. He puts the team on his back. 
Yeah, no, he's really putting the team on his back. And Michael A. Taylor looking good, too. Two home runs, six RBIs, 370 average. Watch out. Okay, now we go to the leading Indians. I don't even know how this happens. What? Makes no sense how this team is yeah, on a well, four-game like, win like we keep saying, it's small sample size, the eight to ten game. Yeah. They're five this, and three. Their lineup's off, they're awful, though. Their lineup their is lineup's so bad. Jason Kipnis. Big starter right now. Yeah. Starting off hot. I mean, Jose Ramirez is always going to be good, obviously. Yeah. Fran Mil Reyes, four home runs. They have good pitching. They do Very have good pitching. The best. So, yeah. That's what's going to keep them in games. Never know. They could do something here. Dude, there's not a – their top four starters, none of them have an ERA above three. Yeah, they're ridiculous. And Shane Bieber, I didn't even include him because he has a three six five ERA, which isn't even bad. Imagine, imagine Bauer and Clevenger still. And there's a lot of zero ERAs in the bullpen, by the way. So yeah, this is, yeah. A, this is a good team. This is a good team. Good team. Good pitching. Lineup's good pitching. horrible. Lineup's, Lineup's horrible. horrible though. But Brutal. Pitching can win you games a lot of the time. So yes, if unless you're the Mets. Unless you're the Mets. Yeah. Pirates. Now to the NL Central, Pirates, baby. Pirates, three Pirates. wins. They suck. Um, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah Brian Hayes is on the they DL. Excuse me. I they really have nothing going for Yeah, them. don't watch the Pirates. Waste of your time. Cubs, we talked about it. They can't hit a baseball if it were to bad, be on I mean. a tee. Very bad. Um, Jake Arietta has a 2.25 ERA through 12 innings pitch. That's kind of nice. Is it, and J- Cubs, Jake Arrieta coming back? No. Okay. Anyway, we move <laughs> forward to the Cardinals. The Cardinals are five and four. Nice little hot start coming out, winning. What is that? Five of the first seven. And uh, just a guy I'd like to talk about in the MVP race: Nolan Arenado, two home runs, five RBIs, three thirty-three average, and a three eighty-five on base percentage. I'm going to be talking about this guy every week because he's a beast. And Dylan yep. Carson, three home runs, nine up guys. So there are some solid, solid things going on in this team. Pitching is bad. Pitching is horrific. Yeah. I got, uh, what's his name? Uh, Flaherty? Flaherty's been bad. But that's like the only thing they have, and he's not been performing. Anyway, we go to the Brew Crew. The crew. That's our, that's our team. You, th- this is our team this year. We like yeah. them. I don't Not know Yankees why. fans anymore. We're the crew. But if we had to pick a team in the NL, we're crews. We're, we're rolling with the Brew Crew. Now the Brew Not Crew, the baby. Mets. Colton Wong. You always, got, you always got the boy in right field or left. Yelich. Yelich. Now, I mean, and Lorenzo Kane. I mean, pretty good pitching. They're starting off. I think they're pitching pretty well right now. Yelich is one RBI. Kutch? Yelich. Wow. Yelich is – I'm just <laughs> saying him because he's their best player, right? But, I know. Uh, I'm not saying, like, right now, but he'll figure it out. You think he'll figure, he'll figure it out, right, he's Frank? He's a beast. He's a beast. He'll he knows how to hit. RBIs are a situation-based stat anyway, but they're pitching. Who's surprising for our, for the Brew Crew right they're now? pitching. Corbin Burns. I'm telling you, their pitching is insane. He went like uh, he went like eight no hit or seven no hit against the Twinkies, and that Twinkies lineup's hot. So, I mean, scary. That's a legit pitcher right there. You got Woodruff. They got good pitching. Yeah, I, and their bullpen's, bullpen's good. I'm gonna tell you something. This NL Central is competitive because if this team at the top called the Cincinnati Reds can be hot too with their great pitching. There's four teams in this division that could potentially make the playoffs. I don't think the Reds stay on top for much. I don't either, but six and three, can the pitching carry them enough? Right. Now that's all. That's all you got to ask. Right there. Think about the Reds. There's just been in. Just how do I even? What if I even describe it as? It's just a barrage of firepower. Yeah. These guys have just been hitting balls. All over the yard. Tyler Naquin, five home runs. Castellanos, four home runs. Naquin has 14 RBIs. There's this kid, Jonathan India, 24 years old, 11 RBIs with a 376 bat. It's 379 batting average. So there's a lot of talented hitters. 
here, but nothing, nothing to really look into. Most of these guys don't even have over 30 at bats. So yeah. Pitching has been decent. Sonny Gray's gotta get back though. He will, he will, he will. So Moving. I like it. It's a solid division. It's gonna be fun to watch that division. Fun. Now we move on to the AL West. Home of the cheaters. Let's start with the, with the disappointing Oakland yeah. A's. Oakland A's dropped their first six games, Oof. then they won a game. They beat the Dodgers. They've won the last three or four. Yeah, they won three of the last four. I so, think this team's going to get back to a natural form, yeah. and you're going to see them eventually get to the top two of this division because yeah. I do not see this team being below the Rangers and the Mariners for long. There's this dude named Mark Hanna who everyone's been uh, telling me about. So keep your eyes peeled for that guy. Everyone they else. Of, they have a lot of solid ball players. They're just, I don't know, something's happening yeah. in Oakland right now that's not productive. Yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll pick it up. They'll pick it up. Right now, not looking too hot, but we will move on. To the 100% capacity. Texas, Texas Rangers. Rangers. And the 100%'s not working for them at only three and six. Yeah. It's a little disappointing. They got to make some money, though, so they decided, well. Yeah. Um, Joey Gallo has one home run. Nate Lau, three home runs, 14 RBIs. How's David Dahl doing? David Dahl, you know, not too hot. Not too okay. hot. We're only a couple games in, so. This is, a, this is just a bad team. They're probably going to be at the bottom of this thing. By yeah, the end, they're bad. By the end not of the even, day. like, a good pitcher. No, they have nothing. Literally nothing. They have Joey Gallo. That's about it. Small sample size, though. Maybe some. I know, but you, this is the team. I just think that's just going to flutter. It's Brad. Okay. Now, Mariners. The Mariners, baby. Uh, Mariners got – they're hot right now. Five and four. Not too shabby. I mean, they're not hot, but they're above average right now. Yeah. They're and, a I mean, they can, team. They can, they can be – yeah. I mean, they got they, – Marco Gonzalez had a good – he's like their ace. He had a good first start. His second start was awful. He has a 10-4-5 year. Right? Yeah, his second start was awful. I said. Yeah. Okay. But he's the race. That's the only – and there's nothing really to talk about about the Mariners. Yeah, Kyle bad. hurt, so. Pitching's bad. Seager, Seager hit a nice home run last night, I saw. Bullpen's not too shabby. No. But everything else isn't that great. No, not that great. Seager's looking good, though. Taylor Trammell, rookie, looking good. Yeah. And um, Mitch Hanniger, as always, looking good. Yeah. Moving on. Now we move on. Angels, surprise. Six and three, and I'm going to tell you, that's mostly because of this guy, Shohei Otani, on top of other guys. Obviously, there's some good, good angels. But I'd just like to talk about Otani doing it from both sides. Age 26 season, 10 hits, three home runs, eight RBIs, and uh, double, two triples, by the way. He's getting it done from both sides of the dish, pitching, hitting, has a 1-9-3 ERA in his one game. He pitched 4.2 innings, so really solid. I'm excited to watch this guy for the rest of the season, and I'm happy to watch him finally break out. Mike Trout doing Mike Trout things. Jared Walsh hit some big home runs, has three home runs currently, and uh, yeah. Shohei. One thing, pick it up, David Fletcher. Ah, the Fletch is the Fletch. Us. Can't disappoint us. He's the Fletch. He's the Fletch. Now we go to the the bangers. Astros. The Astros. Hot now, start. Six and three. Hot start. Something's going on in center. Check it out. Um. <laughs> anyway. Um. It's the it's the Astros. I I don't care trash cans this that they're still a great offensive team. Yeah, they lost Verlander, I know, but they still got Granky. They'll be fine. They're gonna make the playoffs, and this is a team that you can never just say, "Oh, we're gonna beat them easy." This is a good team. Yeah. So I mean, Lance McCullers pitched really well in his first two starts. Christian Javier, don't even know who this guy is. Good two starts. Mm-hmm. Or Kitty, not too great, but he'll bounce back. He was really good last year. And Granky just doing Granky things. He sits Granky on the mound. He sits in the stands. Guy. Weird dude. Fun for baseball. Okay. To the west of NL. 
National League West. Rockies are bad. Rockies are bad. They got Trevor Story. They got a solid pitcher. Ryan McMahon, we talked about him already, and uh, everyone else. Toppy is having a good season, too, whoever that Toppy's kid is. Toppy's looking good, yep. Dom Nunez. But there's, there's not much to look out in the Rockies. Watch the All-Star game, though. Yeah, John Gray, 1-5 ERA through two starts. Too small of a sample size. Let's move on. Yep. All right, now we go. Diamondbacks. Arizona Diamondbacks, baby. Diamondbacks. Patel Marte is on the 10 day, yep. which is a big loss for them. Big they're loss. Six. You can't say, I mean, they're not terrible right now, but they'll be at the bottom of this division. You know, the Dodgers and Padres are going to be one, two in this division. It's pretty much guaranteed. It's set in stone. These guys yeah. are bad. All Let's right. just move on to the Giants. They got a couple bright stars with Yastrzemski. Maybe they're going to bring up Joey Bart, but. Now pitching hasn't looked good, but they are six and three. Somehow, I don't understand it. Pitching looks pretty good, actually. Pretty good, yeah. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't like I. I mean, I'm how how it was so it was eh, but they somehow won games. I don't. I don't Is this know like a trend though? Because the pitching has been really good mm-hmm. so far early on in the season, and it's probably going to degrade. But I think um, moving forward, we're going to see worse pitching numbers. Mm-hmm. Don't want to see them, but we're going to see the offensive numbers explode very soon. Feeling. Oh, I 100 percent agree. All right, Padres, big news. Tatis is Tatis. hurt. Paid him too early. We talked about it. <laughs> Way too early. I and- mean. Uh, he's not really an injury-prone guy, but he goes out and he gives it his all. So I mean. He's not really an injury-prone guy. Are, no. you, are, are you kidding me? He is? Uh, okay. Tatis? Is he really? He's been injured like every season. Three seasons. Okay, he's an injury-prone guy. He's an injury-prone guy. I think it's because he does go out there every night and he's like trying to prove something, which everyone already knows he's great. Yeah. Obviously, he's going out there trying to prove something, but – I don't know. He needs to he needs to slow it down a little, I think, and he'll be a little better, like health wise. Yeah, Eric Hosmer three home down, runs. But like, you know, yeah, okay, yeah, I understand. They're they're looking good offensively. We they're knew eight, three. He was they're fine. Be really good offensively. They're, they're gonna be, be fine without him. They they have Profar who was on the bench, so I mean, he's just gonna fill in. Yeah, Dodgers dropped the opener, surprisingly, to the Rockies. That was a weird game. Weird, yeah. And then uh, they just have been really good. Only one loss since in our 8-2. and two. Uh, We knew this team's great offensively. I don't even need to run through the numbers. Nope. They They're did just... pick up some random second baseman that I did not know about. How about you? Zach McKinstry. Yeah, just a, just a little, little quick talk about him. I mean – Little ten RBIs, two home runs, three twenty one average, three fifty. That's what I'm saying. No one knew about this guy, but he's the standout for the Dodgers at the moment. Yeah, he, no, he had a really good spring. I heard no, that. No Mookie Betts, no Bellinger. Bellinger's hurt, by the way. He's hurt. I think Betts is hurt. Yeah. Mm, I mean, yes. Yes. Maybe. Not sure. Unclear. Anyway, I mean, this team's playing baseball. They're they're a really good team. I mean, this is the Dodgers. They're obviously World Series contenders. I mean, starters looking good, except for you, Trevor Bauer, with that 415 ERA through 13 innings. Yeah, but Trevor, yeah, he'll be, he'll Trevor had a back. bad seven. He yeah. had a bad seventh inning in both of his starts. A bad six and a bad right. seven. Right. They didn't pull him early enough. They didn't pull him early enough. And you can go watch that on his vlog. Yes. Watch his vlog. <laughs> it's not a vlog. Trevor Bauer thing. But Trevor, if you want on the podcast, got you. Um, one thing about the Dodgers, the bullpen could be a little bit better, but other than that, the Dodgers are the Dodgers. They're they're by far the best team in baseball. Hundred percent. All right. Any closing comments as we wrap this up for this week? I got none. Uh, let's get ready for week two. Week two started today. Yep. Now let's 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 see what see what this week could bring us. Yeah, I'm just excited, like, for next week just to get into the stats a bit more because, obviously, the stats right now The stats are going to progressively weight. get better. Right. They're um, going to even out. They're going to level out. There's going to be no guys hitting 500. 
we want to see that but i say I also, with i say yeah go ahead keep going Sorry. by the end of april we're going to see things start to even out we're going to see the pitching numbers even out and we're going to see which teams are good and which teams are bad right now it's kind of unclear with this one and a half you got the weeks. reds you got the reds leading the division which you yeah. would never thought get the but, indians leading Red Sox leading the East. I mean, there's so, a lot, a lot of toss-ups right now. There's a lot of fun storylines that we're going to go through throughout yeah. the season, and I'm excited. I'm excited. I love it. And by the way, a lot of these divisions are going to be really close. Both Eastern divisions, both Central divisions, and NL West and AL West at the top are going to be close. Fun. The rest of it's bad, but got to say the East and Central are going to be really fun. Yep, I agree. So. West baseball, good luck. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, this has been episode one of the season, and um, this is episode seven of the Everything Baseball podcast. So thank you for listening. I'm Frankie Saracino. I hope you enjoyed. Hopefully you picked something up, learned something, and yes. Have a good day. Peace.